everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Wow, that was spot on. Yay! I haven't lost my touch over the past uh, That could few be days. the most perfect peel out ever. Great. Excellent. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, so um, it's been a few days because everybody's been so busy with Christmas and no one's been commuting. Right. But we have a night to ourselves tonight, so uh, we thought we'd get through some of the news. Sure. All right. So this is the story that I've heard over the past few days that I'm maybe the most excited about. Um, the M&M store is coming to Disney Springs. Yay. It's kind of big news for us because we like to go into New York City and the kids always get a kick out of going to the M&M store. Even though it's just overpriced M&Ms, we feel like we need to go there every time. So we're excited that we're going to get to buy some overpriced M&Ms in Disney Springs now. That's right. And this new store is going to be over by the uh, NBA experience. Okay. Do they have an opening date? There is no opening date. It's just set to open in 2020. All right. Well, we'll be watching for it. Yes, we will. Um, the Riviera Resort has had some trouble with their Murphy beds, as we had talked about last week. Um, the smaller uh, flip-down ones had come out of the wall. One of them had come out of the wall and landed on a grandmother um, sleeping in the bed. Um, and now there's more problems with the Murphy beds there. Even... Some of the the uh, DVC, it's a DVC resort, and some of the like studios there have only a Murphy bed. So they're not the little Murphy beds. They're like the queen. It's a queen size Murphy bed. So these are small rooms, and the bed flips up so you have a little more space, and then it flips down to be your queen size bed. And the Riviera Resort had to ask guests not to use those. So in a panicked move, they were putting mattresses on the floor, bringing in. Um, like blow-up mattresses, moving people to other resorts. I, th- I think the most ridiculous part was that they were moving mattresses from the Murphy bed to the floor. Yeah, well, I mean, at least it's still a real mattress. It's better than a a blow-up mattress. Right, and Disney is telling guests that it will be resolved within uh, 48 hours. So I don't know what the problem is with those, but um, not a good start over at the Riviera Resort. No, definitely not. Um, Disney Parks Live, they're going to celebrate with fantasy in the sky fireworks they must be televising it well broadcasting it okay on the interwebs right right so disney live once again uh fantasy in the sky fireworks december 31st at 11 45 p.m um yeah you know it's so from the magic kingdom the, the, okay those are the magic kingdom fireworks yep, yep. all right so we'll uh, we'll stream it. Don't know if anybody will actually be watching. Because we'll try we'll to be stream busy. it. We'll see if we remember. If not, we'll probably stream the rebroadcast. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, if you are going to be in Disney World for the new year, they're doing some special things to ring in the new year at Disney World. We've talked about um, many of them, but maybe a couple uh, touch on a couple of the highlights. And well, for the first time, the Animal Kingdom is going to be open until midnight on New Year's Eve. You're going to be able to experience your favorite attractions with new holiday entertainment. DJs will crank up the party starting at 6.15, which means dance party. You know how much I love that. Yeah. Uh, Discovery Island, Asia, and Dino Land um, will have DJs. uh, And then there will be a special celebratory moments with the Tree of Life Awaken the New Year on Discovery Mm -hmm. Island. Go ahead. Um, Epcot will have a party from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. with unique entertainment, including DJ dance parties. Yay! A silent groove party in Future World. And two showings of the nighttime show Epcot Forever at 6.30 and 11.40 p.m. Uh, The 11.40 p.m. will be followed by a countdown and a pyrotechnic salute to the new year. That's cool. I just like that they're leaving Epcot open until after midnight. I mean, you can never stay in the countries. 
you know, past what, nine o'clock. Right. Things close up and that's the end of it. So that's nice. Things will be open late there. Right. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios will uh, beginning at 7 p.m. will be have a DJ dance party at center stage mm-hmm. uh, with a countdown to midnight and fireworks. Uh, there will be an all new wonderful world of animation show at 605 and then two nighttime spectaculars uh, with Jingle Bell Jingle Bam at 630 and Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular just after midnight. And then finally, as we already mentioned, in the Magic Kingdom, there will be the Fantasy in the Sky fireworks at 11.50. Oh, actually, at 11.50 on Monday, December 30th, as well as uh, December 31st. The same show will be presented at 6.30 p.m. on Monday and Tuesday, looking for families to wrap things up a little earlier with little ones. Um, Both of those nights will have DJ parties in Frontierland and Tomorrowland. Sounds fun. That's a very busy night. It is. Which park would you go to? Um, I'd probably go to Epcot. Yeah? I like that things are going to be open a little later. There's all that drinking around the countries. It's sort of that party vibe anyway. And then, you know, you get to stay till midnight. Okay. I like that. Excellent. Uh, the Tree Trail over at Disney Springs has celebrated their one millionth guest. That's exciting. I'm, I'm wondering how they're exactly keeping track, though. It's not like there's an entrance. There is an entrance. Kind of. It's pretty, like... It's, they have cast members there with little clickers. Do they? I've watched them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so this is the fourth year of the tree trail. Uh, they've surpassed a million guests, and there are still three weeks left of the uh, trail. Fun. I think it will be gone. When, is, when are they closing Actually, that not three weeks. What's the end date? Um, the end date is January 5th. Oh, that's not so three weeks at a all. a week and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, over at the Disneyland Resort... The holiday crowds were a little crazy over there. They even had to limit the ticket sales. I guess, you know, if you already had your multi-day tickets or whatever, you were able to get in. But if you wanted to buy a um, ticket at the gate, they were not not. selling them. That's right. Existing tickets and annual passes were still valid. All right. That was for, did they say which days it was on? Was it like Uh, on Christmas? That was today. Okay. So, yeah, even a couple of days. I'm sorry. That was Christmas. Okie dokie. Well, you know, we're on a couple-day delay here with these stories, and uh, I'm used to doing things in a little more timely manner. I haven't heard of any any major closures at Disney World, though. I have heard that things have been a little slower than people expected, more more manageable than than was expected, although um, I think uh, Jason and Reg said that Disney Springs was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, Chris is is in the parks, and she said said that things have been very light. Yeah, so who knows? Uh, let's see. The Avengers Campus in California Adventure is moving along, and that's set to open sometime in 2020. What's summer, happening there? Summer of 2020, the Avengers will begin recruiting new members at uh, the Avengers Campus at Disney's California Adventure Park. Now, recruiting new members, that just means they're going to be open. That's just how For guests, right. Okay. Yeah. And guests are supposed to be the new members. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a recruiting effort, so you can see what's see. going on there. Okay. Um, so there's going to be uh, Avengers Campus is home to the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, also known as Web, which will house the Spider-Man attraction. Uh, we will also get the PIM Test Kitchen, um, where uh, PIM Technologies uses uh, their inventions to grow and shrink food at this eatery. Um, we will also have encounters with the Black Widow, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, superheroes from Wakanda and Asgard, as well as Iron Man. And, um, you know, an opportunity for shops and whatnot. There is an e-ticket attraction that is coming, but I believe that is set to open in 2022. 
Sounds like we're going to have to plan a trip to Disneyland for 2022. If not sooner. All right. Um, John Favreau confirmed a second season of The Mandalorian, so that's good news. That's right. It will be coming to Disney Plus in the fall of 2020. And uh, on top of that announcement, it has been noted that there is now some uh, Mandalorian wear uh, focusing on Baby Yoda. Yeah. It's all about the Baby Yoda. It's not Mandalorian wear. It's just Baby Yoda wear. It is. (laughs) That's all anyone cares about. Right. So it's not as bad as the uh, previous stuff. They're much better images, but they are still just... Apparel, so they're taking photos and putting them on apparel. Right. You know, we still don't have any of the plushes or uh, figures or anything like that. That is still to come. Um, and it looks like Disney World has just purchased 235 acres for $6 million. Where is that located? They have. So this land is um, right across from the Palm Magnolia and Oak Trail Golf Courses. Uh, very close to the new Flamingo Crossings. Uh, Flamingo Crossings. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it is Flamingo yeah, Crossing. Flamingo Crossing. Uh, that sounded like a bad 80s TV <laughs> show in my head for a second. Um, so nobody knows what this is for. Um, that averages out to about just over $25,000 an acre. Um, are they buying it to, to buffer, you know, that, that property so that people can't continue to move closer? Or maybe um, just to have. I mean, you know, right. that's kind of always been the nice thing about Disney World is that there's always space. You know, you can do whatever you want to do because there's always more space for it. So maybe they just like the idea of not feeling constrained by space. That could be. Um, and that's sort of toward, I don't know where these golf courses are, but that's sort of on the more Magic Kingdom end of things. Correct. Okay. All right. Um, and then uh, Elon Musk is saying that Tesla may eventually feature Disney+. Plus. That is correct. How is that even possible? So earlier this year, uh, Tesla debuted what is called theater mode, which allows users to watch Netflix, Hulu, and YouTube when the car is in park. Um, And on December 26th, he replied to a tweet from someone saying that uh, Disney Plus would be coming soon. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I want to watch it when I'm like a passenger driving driving around. Not while I'm driving, but um, I don't want to be parked. That seems sort of silly. Okay. Um, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker had some very good numbers on Christmas Day. They did. They brought in $32 million on Christmas Day, and that is the second highest single-day gross for a Christmas Day movie. Do you know what the number one Christmas Day gross is? It's probably some other Star Wars movie. Uh, yes, it is The Force Awakens, which brought in $49 million on Christmas Day in 2015. Okay. Good so for So after eight days, The Rise of Skywalker has brought in $259 million domestic. $258 million internationally, which brings its total, do the quick math there, $517 million, um, possibly on the way to being Disney's seventh $1 billion movie this year. It's craziness. It is. Um, at Epcot, there's a whole lot of moving and shaking going on um, starting January 5th. Some things are closing, some things are opening, characters are moving. Uh, what can you tell us? Well, the big thing is that the character spot will be uh, will be closing um, as of January 5th. And that means that Mickey is going to be moving over to his new uh, meet and greet inside the Disney and Pixar short film festival. Um, other characters will be moving around the property. Uh, Baymax and Sadness will be leaving Epcot for a little while. A little while or forever. They don't really well, say. until the new character spots are built. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. 
Um, and then Mouse Gear is also closing on January 5th and um, is going to be opening in its new temporary location at Innovations East. That is correct. Um, let's see. The Skyliner cars have gotten some stickers recently that give the guest services emergency phone number. So if you are stuck in a Skyliner car, you know just who to call. Exactly. Don't call Ghostbusters. Call the Disney Skyliner guest services number. They will tell you where to find your emergency pack of bagged water. Yes. All right. Um, And then at the Magic Kingdom, the Festival of Fantasy Parade times have changed a bit for January. Do we know new times or anything, or we just know they've changed? We don't. Let's come back to that story. Okay. Um, And Beaches and Cream has reopened recently in a much expanded... um, well, the location has been expanded, and they also have a new menu, so that's something to check out. And reservations are open there, but hard to get. So if you want them, you should uh, try booking those well in advance. They are, and they do. As always, they will have the uh, you know the guest favorite uh, sodas, milkshakes, malts, off the grill items. Um, but they now have some specialty shakes because, you know, everybody's getting into these. Oh, the fancy tall ones with like a cheeseburger on top? Exactly. You know, we've got a steak, a a shake, (sighs) and a donut involved. That's not actually accurate, so don't listen to it. No, it's not. But they do have new things like a seared salmon filet sandwich, uh, French dip sandwich, uh, the sock hop, which is uh, loaded tots with uh, cheese sauce. Uh, They've also got some plant-based tots. Uh, and some plant-based items as well on, on the new menu. So uh, looks like fun. Sounds good. And uh, Epcot has been without a Starbucks for a little while, but now the Starbucks at the International Gateway has opened. This is just a temporary location they're calling it, although it looks very permanent-looking. Permanent. I think it's probably going to stay, but they're I'm thinking they're also going to put in a different Starbucks because this area is uh, outdoor only. Just a walk-up window. Right, this is a walk-up window. And along with that, new restrooms opened up next to it. So that's uh, that's big news. It's so always in, big news when a restroom opens. In and out, all in the same location. Yes. Fabulous. And just to jump back to that Festival of Fantasy Parade, um, back in August, the parade moved to 2 p.m. Uh, daily. And as of January 2nd, it is moving back to the 3 p.m. start time. All right. So good uh, to know. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to run to your room for a nap and come back for the, I don't know, for the three o'clock parade. And it's that's right. My, my favorite question is always, what time does the three o'clock parade start? <laughs> um, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance in Disneyland has announced that they are going to have a virtual queue and they're also doing some cast member previews. They are. The cast member previews will begin on January 8th uh, and the ride is scheduled to open January 17th. So much like uh, Walt Disney World, uh, you're going to have to do a virtual queue. Um, the virtual queue may work a little differently in Disneyland, they're saying. Um, you know, you're going to have to log on to the Disney app to secure a boarding group, and then push notifications will be sent when your boarding group is called. You must be in the park to get your boarding group using the Disney app, but there is going to be more information coming. Okay. And then last but not least, or maybe it is least, um, the Swiss Family Treehouse is going to be closed for a while in 2020 for a refurb. And it's only for a week. It's going to be April That 20th. is like the lamest news ever because no one cares if Swiss Family Robinson is closed, especially if it's closed for a week. No it one is, would have even noticed. It is going to be closed from um, April 27th through May 3rd. 
So it's not going to be extreme, um, but it will join Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain, which are being refurbed uh, a little larger this year. Yeah, well, those are the two that people actually care about. You close the mountains, people freak out. You close the Swiss Family Treehouse and no one even notices. Well, that's not nice. It's true, though. How do you think the Swiss Family feels (laughs) when you say things like that? (laughs) Oh, well. You want to close it out? Not really. Okay. (laughs) So we hope everybody's having a good holiday season. We've got New Year's coming up as well as Cheryl's birthday, which happens to be on New Year's Eve as well. So drop her a birthday greeting on our Facebook page. So uh, if you're not a member of our Facebook page, then you can't drop that greeting. And uh, until next time, we're not sure when that's going to be, but uh, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.